Thanks for tuning in. I'm Zach, and this is Podcast Junkie, a weekly bite-sized show that gives you a look into a new podcast each week. So, let's get into this week's podcast. Back for a third season and a new case, David Ridgen heads to Mississippi to meet with Thomas Moore, 40 years after the vicious and hate-filled murder of his brother. Season 3 of SKS, or Someone Knows Something, heads back to 1964, where the remains of Charles Moore and Henry D. were pulled from the Mississippi River. The two teenagers were targeted by the Ku Klux Klan, but no one has been prosecuted for the murders. David meets with the brother of Charles Moore 40 years after the fact to find answers and confront the man behind the Klan's killing head-on. Through this season of SKS, we are reminded, though we've came far in 40 years in regards to the Klan, maybe we haven't came as far as we'd like to think, and definitely not as far as we should have. So with that said, let's take a listen to Season 3, Episode 1. There had been a rumor circulating amongst Klansmen that a black movement was underway to smuggle guns into the area to stage a so-called Muslim uprising. Dee and Moore had nothing to do with such movements, but eventually, in an attempt to end their torture, the name of a reverend from Roxy, Mississippi was cried out. The Reverend Clyde Briggs, one of them, said might be storing guns in the basement of his church. While Briggs was well known in the area to be a fiery speaker, no guns were ever found in the church, and using the Reverend's name didn't stop the torture. They were driven, blooded, and bound in a car trunk to the Mississippi River. They were chained to an old Jeep motor and dumped into the Mississippi River. Only Charles Moore's lower half was ever found. Henry's body was headless. They identified my brother Charles Moore by the belt buckle I had given him for his birthday with the letter M written on it. My brother Charles Moore and his friend Henry D. was killed because they were black. According to the document, once the bodies of Moore and D. were found, Charles Edwards, a 31-year-old worker at a large Natchez paper mill, became nervous. Clyde Seal, the Clavern leader, felt that Edwards was talking too much and threatened him by saying that he didn't think the Klan had enough money to raise his kids and support his wife. Charles Marcus Edwards is still alive in Meadville, Mississippi. And I hope to meet him. At the time, even with the amount of detail evident in this nine-page summary, the district attorney of Franklin County, Lennox Foreman, did not feel that sufficient evidence existed to take the case forward to a grand jury. In the United States, the grand jury is a precursor to trial, and at the end of them, indictments are usually handed up. From the end of the nine-page FBI report, quote, Investigator Gwynne Cole summarized to Mr. Foreman orally the result of certain phases of the investigation to date, he was also informed of the admissions made by subjects James Seal and Charles Edwards following their arrests on November 6, 1964. 
So despite ample evidence, an FBI informant, and admissions made by Seal and Edwards to the highway patrol following their arrest, the state still wasn't interested in pressing charges. Something wasn't adding up. This investigator, Gwyn Cole, who's quoted here, would be someone worth talking to, but first I'd have to find out if he was still alive. Thomas and I head upstairs to a guest room that now serves as storage. There's something else that he wants to show me. This is a 30-30 Winchester. A medium-sized lever-action hunting rifle, and it's in pretty good shape. I bought this since 1968. The reason I bought it was to go and get revenge for the murder of Charles Moore and Henry D. I used to ride the road in Mississippi. I kept my revolver right on the seat, 32. And I just, I just hope I see five or six of them in the road trying to block me. I'm gonna take three of them out with me. I used to, oh man, I used to ride the road down there just, I, I, you know, not hoping to see them, just say, if I do. So. This isn't the last time that Thomas would tell me about his detailed plans for revenge against those who'd killed his brother. But every single time it comes up in conversation, Thomas is quick to credit his mother, Maisie, for convincing him not to follow through with these plans. After the funeral in July, I asked her, I said, what do you want me to do? I said, if you leave Mississippi and go to New Orleans with your sister, I will, I will make some things right. Now, I told her I'll, I'll probably go down I'll probably get killed and all that, but I will make something right. I will go eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. She looked at me and she said, son, don't do that. She said, the men or the people that had something to do with Charles Eddie Moore death will be brought to justice by the great maker. So it was a frustrated time that I make a promise that I wouldn't do anything about it, and I did not. She finally passed away in 1977, but it was tough. Alongside Charles Moore's brother, Thomas, David again surprises me with his demeanor, strength, and calming manner in which he handles this obviously painful and rage-inducing murder that has gone with no resolution or even care, it seems, from the locals. We travel back in time to a country and state ran by hate, up to today where people would much rather let wrongs in the past go under the rug than face it head on. David is not about that life, and neither is Thomas Moore. Through the two seasons of SKS we've covered thus far, this has had the largest effect on me personally, I will say. The amount of time and the quality and polish the SKS crew and CBC have paid to this season is top-notch and makes it a must-listen. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy listening to Someone Knows Something Season 3 or any other podcast we've previously covered, which can all be found wherever you're listening to Podcast Junkie. You can find us at CastJunkie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So follow us, won't you? We'll be posting links to this show and all others we've covered previously on them. Don't forget to subscribe to Podcast Junkie so that you can get the next episode as soon as it drops, and rate and review us to help us get our name out there. Have a podcast suggestion? Send them to us at castjunkie.com 
or on social media, and we'll add it to our list. Until next week, don't forget to binge all the podcasts we've been highlighting.